Gospel today is a story that we're familiar with. And the story of, of Jesus healing, I said, it's, it wasn't uncommon that he healed blindness, which is a very serious issue back in the day, let alone now, but definitely then. And the point of the story is not only that Jesus could heal all kinds of infirmities and, and diseases and things, it was also the idea of spiritual insight, the, the idea of God healing our ability to have spiritual sight, to see, to see him, to see ourselves, to see the world as he sees it, not as we see it. And we do live in a world today where we're very much guided or attempt to, to guide us in terms of what the media says, in terms of what politicians say, in terms of what bankers say, stock market, Wall Street, Hollywood, etc. But the point of, is learning to see the way God sees. And we're coming to a time of celebrating the appearance of God in the flesh. And no one could have imagined that God would appear as a frail baby coming to earth in that way. It's not the way we would have liked to have seen God come. We, most people would like God to have come and beat up our enemies and the people that get on our nerves and everything else. But what we see here is a very different picture. That the God who is all-powerful comes appearing in the form of someone not having control. An infant human being is, is one of the most helpless, as we know, of all the mammals on the earth. A calf... Uh, and so forth, can stand within a day or so after being born, and so on and so forth. But the dependency of the, a human baby on its mom is incredible. And we know that. And, but this is yet the form that God comes in. He comes appearing to need us. Well, in reality, he doesn't ultimately need us, but he comes in that form to, to, to share of himself and to say, Look, I have taken on your humanity, which the reality is we have no control over anything. We have this illusion that we can do whatever we want, right? Be all you can be, which is not a bad statement, except you can just be whatever you want. Well, that's not true, right? I can't be a billionaire just because I want to be, just in my own right, just because I believe it hard enough, it'll happen. I can't make my arms go up and down because I believe I can fly. If I do that, that I'll fly. So it's not belief in belief, but it's in belief as a response to a reality. But God comes to show us by literally dipping himself in our human, our human limitations that he's going to transform us and for the purpose of restoring to us the partnership that he always wanted with us. When God creates Adam and Eve, when we read the story, Adam and Eve, before the fall, are working in the garden. They're not just sitting around, as one of my professors said one time, eating fruit and having sex. That wasn't, we have this weird view of things. Instead of the fact that Adam and Eve were partnering with God to cultivate creation because creation was good, but it was not complete. It was not complete as of yet. Just like the human beings were innocent, but they weren't immortal yet. They weren't complete. 
but they become complete by partnering with God. But when they stop partnering with God, they, be, they are stunted. They stay at a certain level and do not become complete. They do not come to the full destiny of who they're meant to be. Just like, as we've used these illustrations, somebody has an accident, stunts their growth, stunts their mental development, whatever. And that's what the human race has become. So God becomes into all that to organically fuse himself from within, from within. I remember one time in my life when it was way back in Michigan and, and it was a time when the economy was terrible. Uh, the auto industry was going down the, the tubes big time. Um, People were losing jobs. People were trying to move out of Michigan like crazy. I did real estate for a couple of years, and the only success I had was for finding people who wanted to move out, finding buyers for the home instead of just listing a home and then thinking, well, there'll be tons of buyers. You had to find the buyers first. And it got pretty bad. I had, had a job before that had a steady income, and I lost that. I had to live in a, in a difficult neighborhood and so forth. And I felt like my life was like at a standstill just by staying in Michigan. And I remember telling God, and I had this icon of Christ in my living room, uh, you know, just coming up to the icon and saying, you know, Lord, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. I need, you know, I need you to, to help me. You said you'd never let me go through anything I can't handle. You'd always sit there and say, you'd only let me go as far as my limits, and then you'd kind of take over. So look, I've, I'm done, so take over. And I stood there waiting for something to happen, as it were. And suddenly, I felt like this strength suddenly putting, pouring into me, and I got really angry. Because I said, I didn't want more strength to handle the situation. Well, but that's what he did. And see, we want God to rescue us like little kids instead of like God saying, let's grow up. Let's grow up and look at things from an adult perspective, from my perspective. You have all this potential. I want you to realize all that. I don't want you to stay stunted. I want you to be in a partnership with me and share who I am with the rest of the world. And we see this in Scripture, all the great people who partner with God and ultimately with Joseph and Mary who will partner with God to become the family of, of Jesus. And that without them, this full thing would not have been fully manifest. There was something about their partnership that, that allowed it to happen. Even, can you imagine again a 14-year-old girl and a guy, and neither of them are Roman citizens. I mean, they're even called to be part of a census and so forth. And, and so forth. But anyway, the whole thing I want to say is that to not despair and only look at our limitations and our, our, you know, the world's attacks on us and so forth, but to see what God sees. And that's easy in a world that says, look at people's, other people's shortcomings, judge them, look how bad they are, you know, and feel better about yourself that way. And that's not the way it works here. It's not the way it works. What we're seeing is to see the way God sees it and to take responsibility as adults, not as children, not as children. 
And to, to understand that God wants us to like share him in ourselves and with each other, but he gives us himself in that way to be shared. So as we continue celebrating and preparing for the, 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 the appearance of Jesus in the flesh, to show how much he's immersed himself and connected to our human realities, Let us ask the Lord to help us see the way he sees. Knowing that he's there to be with us. And even when it feels like I'm at the end of my rope, he is there. He is there. Because we worship a God that death couldn't control. We worship a God that says, I'm here with you, even physically, even organically, part of your life that you can live now and taste now what that means. Amen.